My brothers and sisters, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. The Jews murmured about Jesus because he had said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. And they said, Is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph? Do we not know his father and mother? Then how can he say, I have come down from heaven? Jesus answered and said to them, Stop murmuring among yourselves. No one can come to me unless the Father who has sent me draw him, and I will raise him on the last day. It is written in in the prophets, They shall all be taught by God. Everyone who listens to my Father and learns from him comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father, except the one who is from God. He has seen the Father. Amen, I say to you, whoever believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate manna in the desert, but they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven, so that one may eat it and not die. I am the living bread that comes down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. The Gospel of the Lord. Most of us can turn to a moment or moments uh, which we would call low points in our lives. I think uh, when I thought about this and listening to the readings uh, today, I thought about when I was studying in Paris. And I had been there for just a very short time. And all my friends, uh, fellow graduate students that I'd known before I went there, um, they were there at the beginning, but they suddenly got up and left and went back to the United States to study. And there I was. I, I, I was alone. I felt utterly isolated. I didn't know anybody, and I was still struggling really to speak French. I was there on a shoestring. And it was a really low time. I was out one day, and I was walking. And just to add things, I, a pouring rain came down and just soaked me through, you know, and I was thinking, just can't get any worse than this. But I was walking across one of the bridges of the Seine, and uh, the the rain let up and suddenly was misting only, and I looked out and the sun was breaking through, and right before me was this perfectly formed rainbow. And I, you know, I took it like it was, that was a sign of God for me. I know, I know that's just an atmospheric Phenomenon. I know that you know God doesn't go around doing that, but I just couldn't get the feeling that that was meant for me. You know, it just was enough for me to understand. I just kept on going, and and things were were going to be okay. I know it sounds corny, but you know, yeah, and maybe later on in life I faced a lot of other more challenging things. But it just reminded me when I read that first reading. You know, there's, there's the prophet uh, Elijah, alone and deserted. Um, 
Elijah was a, you know, was a, was a great prophet, the greatest prophet in, in Hebrew scripture. You know, he raised people from the dead. He, he called his people back from idolatry to the worship of God. He faced the tyrant Ahab and his, his you know, lethally killing and destructive wife Jezebel, you know. Isaiah, you know, in the Mount, of, Mount uh, Carmel, called down fire and brimstone and destroyed the prophets of, of Baal and Ashtar. That was Isaiah. And now he is utterly isolated and running for his life out in this desert. And in the reading today, we just pick up, he finally sits down and he says, I just can't go on. Tells God, just take my life. I, I can't, can't do this. And he goes to sleep, almost in a sense of surrender. And what he finds is this miraculous bread, you know, and a jug of water. And an angel telling him, you know, this is going to sustain you. You know, you have to continue your journey. You're on a journey to Mount Horeb. We, we also call that Mount Sinai. And that's where, where Elijah will discover the very presence of God coming to him. And that will be enough for him to turn around and to go back and to complete his work. You know, that little, little sustenance was, was a sign of God's favor. You know, a sign that God would always be with him, not just the, you know, the physical nourishment that gave him to continue a 40-day journey to, through the desert to Mount Horeb. Now, the Eucharist is, is like that. Um, we call the Eucharist viaticum. Most of the time, that word is used for, for individuals that are dying, but the word means food for the journey. And in a sense, every Eucharist is viaticum. It's food for the journey of life. But it's something more than what, what Elijah experienced. That was the substance of his body. The Eucharist gives us life, body and soul, you know, to continue to go to our journey to God the Father. And beyond that, to the resurrection that, that will come with Christ's word. You know, the, the Eucharist is a real bread. It's, it's, it's more than the even the miracle bread of Elijah. Because it is the thing that in the gospel today we hear gives us eternal life. I'm the living bread that comes down from heaven, Jesus said. Well, he eats this bread, will live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. The Eucharist is what sustains us as individuals in our life, but it also sustains us as a community. It's the Eucharist, I'm, I'm convinced, it's the Eucharist that we share, that kept us together as a church through all these years and all the, the terrible things that have happened to the church and you know the, the failures and so forth. It's the Eucharist. 
has enabled us to go on and pick up and continue what we're supposed to be doing as a community and as individuals. You know, the bread that, that, that Elijah had had, you know, was sustained him through a life that ends death. Our, our, our bread sustains us something beyond death. It, it brings us something extraordinary. So often when I, I you know, think, used to think of the Eucharist, I think, well, what do, what do I understand? What do I know about the Eucharist? What, what, is, what do I think is happening? But that's really not the question. It's what God is doing. God is, is giving us eternal life by sharing the life of his son with us in the Eucharist. That's an extraordinary thing. We do it every Sunday. We're renewed like that. And, and to me, that's, you know, the great thing in my life. I, you know, the language of Christ is startling. It says, I'm the bread of life. This is my body. This is my blood. But it is those words that tell us exactly what is happening happening to us, not something we ever did to deserve, but this great grace that God has given to us, this central belief that becomes the miracle that we celebrate every Sunday, or if you're lucky, like with my, myself and other people, every single day, that, 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 that sending of his son into our lives so that, that we might have a share and his very eternal life. It's an extraordinary gift of love of God the Father for us. You know. I think about the rainbow that I, I, I saw that day throughout the years. But I gotta tell you, that's not the sign um, that keeps me going. It's, it's the Eucharist. That's the sign of God's presence in my life. You know, that's a sign of knowing that his son is inside me and beside me. And whatever journey I have to take, I, I know that I can go with and not be afraid. Because it's a sign of the extraordinary love and God and, and favor of God, the Father, towards you and me. But I also know that that sign is what gives me hope for the church. You know, it's the thing that binds us and keeps us together. And the extraordinary thing is that it happens every day, every Sunday. This image of God, the Father and his Son, becoming alive in us with his very presence in our lives, you know. And if that isn't food for the journey, I don't know what is. And if that isn't hope for the world, I don't know what is.